Bullpen at WCSG. Our bullpen is where your WCSG DJs spend time warming up and getting ready for your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your midday and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. And I'm Brittany. Welcome to the bullpen. Welcome to the bullpen. Uh, thank you for joining us for this episode number five. Aww, One hand, cool. all fingers. Yeah. Our podcast is going to kindergarten, guys. Growing up. Uh, before we get into it, a couple of things to mention. Don't forget, you can join the show by emailing us at bullpen at wcsg.org. Bullpen at wcsg.org. Also, you can find WCSG's Welcome to the Bullpen in iTunes, Google Play, and TuneIn. And you can help us reach new listeners when you subscribe, review, and share this podcast with your friends and family. Finally, you can also learn more about the show at wcsg.org. The keyword is bullpen. All right, time to answer last episode's Would You Rather. So... Hmm. Would you rather eat only roadkill oh. for the rest of your life oh. or have everyone else in the world sound like Gilbert Gottfried? Uh. <laughs> now, before we get to our answers, Carol Ventosilla. I don't know if I said your name right, Carol. But Ventosilla. Thanks no, for, I don't know. Oh, I maybe. that's close. Yeah. Probably. Carol. Right. Carol, thanks for listening to the podcast. She listened to the last episode. She emailed in her response to Would You Rather, and just real short and sweet, she said, I think I would rather have everyone else talk like Gilbert Gottfried. Mm. Oh. All right. So anybody right. else would agree with her? I would. Yeah. Thanks, Carol, for checking in, by the yeah. way. Thank um, you, Carol. Thank I live you, in the country. Oh. And once upon a time, Not I Not living in the country. Just, <laughs> I, I think I know where you're going. <laughs> once upon a time, I was a runner. And in the springtime, there would be a lot of roadkill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that roadkill, it's not just like an animal that has been hit and now it's laying on the side of the road. It often has other things living in it. Mm. They've taken and up it residence. Also, and it oh. smells really, really bad. And I don't think any amount of cooking is going to eliminate whatever Ebola that's going to give you. I think it would make it worse. We're like trying to make something that nasty better by like adding spices. Oh no. That yeah. Vita cheese on the table. Oh my <laughs> word. Oh, that's nasty. Somehow that's an upgrade. Uh, Put some uh, sriracha uh, on it. Wrap it in a tortilla. I've seen, I've seen um, the roadkill thing which steered me away from it towards the Gilbert Godfrey thing. Um, there w- was a deer that got hit mm. um, and it laid by the side of the road for a long time yeah. and its stomach kept growing. Yep. No, and growing no, no. and growing full of the no. gases. Oh, yeah. no. But the funny thing about it, before it eventually popped, but there was oh. a, also like a, <laughs> nice. like a birthday balloon tied to it. Somehow, like, I don't know if some, but soon? kind of. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could, I mean, you were on a highway, so it was really hard <laughs> right. to see in passing, but there was this balloon tied to it. It's but a girl. It, yeah, it's a girl. <laughs> and you weren't going to stop and no, investigate further. It, I mean, you get close, no, you can smell that. that. Yeah, absolutely. So I also went with the Gilbert Godfrey thing, because also I don't have a recipe for like opossum tacos or something like that. Opossum. I like how you added the Okay, here are my thoughts on this situation. (laughs) Now, if it's just any roadkill that you come across you have to eat, then absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) Now, if it's a deer that I hit and I'm like, hey, dinner. Load it up. then hunt down your food by running it over. (laughs) Out there with vehicular hunting. Yeah. So then maybe, like, if it's my roadkill. But if it's just, like, any roadkill I come across, absolutely not. My other criteria for voting for Gilbert Gottfried is... 
we're in the voiceover industry, guys. Yeah. Mm. If everybody else in the world sounds like Gilbert oh, Godfrey, good. I'm getting bank. all the best oh, gigs. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, right? Steve. Yeah. You wouldn't have Ka-ching. to eat roadkill because you could afford real food. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Perfect. That's awesome. I chose Gilbert Gottfried too, uh, mm-hmm. mostly because I think that I could probably get away from everybody if I really wanted to, yes. but you can't really get away from eating. No. True. So that I'd, is, I'd yes. live like a monk, but I'd eat well, and that'd be good. My dad had a, a raccoon in his freezer when I was a kid. He was a slumlord, <gasps> and that's a great way to start a sentence. Uh, <laughs> but he was, and one of his uh, tenants gave him a raccoon, and we never ate it. As payment? Par- partial payment, yes. Oh, I, can, wow. I can see this transaction. Yeah. It, goes like this <laughs> hey landlord i got this raccoon i want you to i want you to eat it i i, I want you to take this as my rent okay okay Affleck. gilbert all right okay take the Sorry. musky scent gland out please you can make a hat out of it like there you go things you can do. oh bring that oh. trend back but we never ate it but it was up there and he'd mentioned it week by week the, the raccoons up in the Were freezer you planning on taxidermy or food like you, you have to ask him i think he was planning on eating it but he never had the stomach for it so he probably would have chosen Gilbert Gottfried too. Hmm. Okay, so I have a quick story. My answer is the same as everyone's. I pick the same thing. So in lieu of explaining why, I'm going to tell a really funny story. So my dad is, uh, well, was for a very long time. He's still a teacher, but he was a biology teacher for a very long time. And so he had all sorts of pets in his, you know, classroom. So for a really long time, he had this iguana, Hobbs. And I don't know how long iguanas live, but he, this thing's old, all right? And it was like practically a pet he would let it out and it would like walk around during class well Hobbs finally bit the dust one day and my dad kind of made like a comment in class about how he was going to try and like do an autopsy and like figure out what killed him (laughs) well that night um my mom made chicken for dinner oh and so my dad took in some chicken raw chicken (laughs) And lit up a Bunsen burner. And so when the kids were coming in from class, he had laid Hobbs out, like all cut open on the table and was roasting this piece of chicken over the Bunsen burner. Took a bite. (laughs) Tastes like chicken. And he actually had one kid in his class that was like, I'll try some. And he obviously then had to like say, no, 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 this was chicken. This is a joke. But I, yes, so... Uh, yeah, I'm still picking Gilbert Gottfried. But mm. anyways, Bonus yes. points for Mr. Carlson. Yes. Yes. That was yes. a fun teacher right yep. there. Yeah. This is Bullpen Court. Okay, so time for a new segment. We are calling this Bullpen Court. <laughs> nice. As you just heard. Um, okay, so each of us have been tasked with coming up with a case for the court. We're each going to take a turn presenting our case. And then once the case has been stated, we will each take a vote. Hmm. So since there are five of us, majority rules and a judgment will be... So that's like how Submitted. we have to live our life from because because the five of us have decided. Yes. I guess. Okay. And guys, guess what? Oh, that's yes. wow. we got a real gavel. Real gavel. Wow. Thank nice. you to the newsboys song <laughs> "Guilty" from yes. like five years ago. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. All right. So my issue is sock sock shoe shoe or sock shoe sock shoe. Oh. Now oh. I'm a recent. I guess convert. I used to be a little OCD and I like symmetry. So I would go sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Okay. But now I kind of like efficiency and I've got the one foot up there. So I might as well go sock, shoe and then put up the other foot, sock, shoe. Is this because? 
as you're aging? Yeah. Yes, I think so. <laughs> also, fewer amounts of bending inside yeah. your shoes. Oh you man, <laughs> that'd be like firemen. Or just wear socks <laughs> only ever? everywhere. They Super do socks. sell like you <laughs> have a grandson, yeah. and like they have these little socks where the bottoms are kind of rubber. Grippy. Yeah. And yes. So like you could just transition to those if you mm. wanted to, or like those creepy tennis shoes that have toes in them. Oh, those are like, nice. You know, like yeah. weird rubber shoes. Now, yeah, if I was nice. being carried around everywhere like my grandson, <laughs> then I'd go. But I do have to walk outside sometimes. True. I do not like sogginess in my feet. So another thing is I used to like just take off my shoes wherever in the house. Mm-hmm. So then I had to put on my socks and go look for my shoes. Now my shoes are right there. So it's mm. sock shoe. Other foot, sock shoe. Yeah, I have my socks and shoes in different places in the house. That wouldn't work for me. We take our shoes off at the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And my cavemen. Right. Yeah. Because (laughs) my baby crawls around on the floor with her face on the floor. Uh, So uh, I would have to say socks. Then shoes, yep. okay. because socks are already on. Right, mm. shoes go on at the door. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, I'd have to put a drawer by the door with bin. socks in with it. Your socks. Oh, it's it's socks. You'd have to go barefoot. To I kind of like door. that. I kind of like that idea. Uh, I will say another... that sometimes I walk around in slippers, so okay. there is that. Yeah. Another step further. Socks. <laughs> no pun intended. Socks or sock sock pants shoe shoe. Ooh. Because okay. some of us, like girls, wear yeah. skinnier type jeans. Yes, you got to put those puppies on. You have to put the socks on before you put your pants on. Oh. Otherwise, you can't get your socks under your pants. Right. I, I concur. Also, many times when I'm getting ready, I don't wake up and put my clothes on for the day. I wake up and put on like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. I do too, and those and are my then, clothes for the day. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, my socks are already on because it's cold. Right. So right. it's for sure socks. Socks, socks then shoes. Then shoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Steve. I'm with yeah. them. Yeah. That's but okay. Overruled. Here's the reason, and the reason is very similar to Tom, is my shoes are nowhere near my socks. Right. So if I wanted to adapt and pick up your lifestyle, I would have to move my socks down to where my shoes are at. Right. Okay, so how are we, we so, making a judgment now? So the ruling is socks, socks, shoes, shoes. Overturned. Sorry, <laughs> that's fine. Wow, that was I can switch back. That's okay. fine. You don't have to. It's okay. This is no, all good fun. Yes. This is all good fun. <laughs> So sticking with the clothes theme, Mm. I've got one. Uh, I've done a lot of research on this over the past year. Uh, Actually, I haven't, but Levi has. And they provided the, you might know where this is going, but they say Levi Levi Jeans. Levi Jeans. He was like the third uh, son Son of of Jeans. (laughs) So Levi Jeans has done the research on this. And basically they say, try and wash your jeans as little as possible and you can spot treat and you can maybe hang them in the bathroom while you're showering to kind of do like a steam cleaning but for maximum like perfect jean look don't wash them very often Mm. so i try to not do that but try and find a happy medium maybe once a week Wash mm-hmm. once a week? Wash once a week. You could wear them as many times as you want within that week, maybe to be three days, maybe to be five, but like to still not wash them every day, but right. wash them Who every seven days. Who has time to wash anything every day? Well, there's some families out there that might, but I'm just saying, is that okay? Especially because now I'm wearing them maybe three times in the right. same week. I spend four hours a day in the studio with you, Monday yep. through Friday. Correct. I have never once thought Jeremy's jeans stink. Good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Neither have I. Positive. Okay. Positive. Yeah. okay. I think That's the, good. the turning point is about I would say four or five times. Four or five wears. All okay. day wears. Then okay. I'm thinking time for the time for the washing machine okay okay certainly not every day no i mean and certainly not each wearing i mean 
it's not like underwear or something. Right. You've right. got the buffer zone. Not. No, right. There's Hopefully official. There's love, a buffer zone. <laughs> yeah. I want to go on that record as saying there is a buffer zone. <laughs> Good. If you start right. turning the jeans inside out and backwards, yeah. hey. wear those. I wear them front, I wear them back, I wear them inside out. I wear them front and then back again. Oh. <laughs> Supposed to be hard to button. Um, yes. The thing, I think, for women, I don't know if men experience this, but like, it, that's all well and good, Levi's, that mm-hmm. you have this plan that you're not supposed to wash your jeans, but there's a certain way you like them to fit. Yes. And if you wear them like seven times in a row, they're going to be a little more. Yes. yes. And yeah. like, I don't want to look like my pockets are down the middle yep. of my thighs. And that's where I found like the seven day mark is a good mark okay. because yep. I've worn them enough where they're they're still tight and loose in all the right spots, yep. but not overly. And uh-huh. so the fresh the fresh wash then kind of gets them back up the It makes bar. you feel fat yeah. for a day. Yeah, and just then, one day. Yes. Just one but then day. I've got six days of comfort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, Today's I my rock star day. I do squats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you do that too? To, oh, yeah. To break them in. So, I like stretch them out a little after bit. After the so first washing. Yes. Or after, yeah. the, after each you. washing. Okay. Yeah. Also, I am a tightwad and... I'm not growing anymore like my kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it, I find that washing wears the yes, jeans. Yeah. You're right. And so I'm trying to, you know, walk that walk that line of not wearing them out too much, but also not being disgusting. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's a, a fine wa- line. Yeah. So washing yeah. jeans once a week is... I think that's good. Yeah. good. Yes. All right. I'm exactly. on board with that. Judgment too. for the plaintiff? Yes. Or? yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. Good. Well, I've got one here. Okay. Is, is it okay to act like you know the words... Or mouth the wrong words of a song or prayer in a public setting, or is it better to just remain silent? Okay, so I, I want to give you a history here. When I started here at WCSG, I did not know the doxology, and when everybody get hired, I have no idea. <laughs> I was I was I was a Catholic for most of my life, and I knew a bunch of other prayers. So I came here, and you guys are doing the doxology. I didn't know what to do, so right. I mouthed along uh, and pro- that's probably a sin right there what did you uh, mouth? I so watermelon fruit I, I knew there was a mic on you I knew some of the words recorded. just because I, I could figure it out in context but yeah. a couple of them I, I, they caught me by surprise right. so you know I, I kind of added a couple more in there that seemed right. But, um, it's all about the heart, though. I sure agree. it is. Yes, sure I it agree. is. You yeah. know? So if you're saying the wrong thing, but it's whatever, I, I felt heart, so pressured. I, just, I, 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 I was well, flush. It was a mess. And here's the thing is I would never want somebody to come into the Christian faith and feel like they are less than those yes. around them because don't they don't know this, know prayer, this so stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever they're feeling is the right answer. Um, because I would say maybe you learn better by trying to mouth the words and you figure them out. Or maybe you learn better by just listening and saying, okay, that's what it is. It's it's like, did you ever see the Prince of Egypt? You'll never learn the dance unless you join in the dance. Yeah. yeah. So it's that moment where yeah. you're just, you've got to join in the dance at some time, Moses. Can I get you to advertise wow. for my Zumba classes, please? <laughs> yeah, that's from there. Yeah. I would also say I'm fine with not participating in a public setting because you yes. don't know the words. My beloved husband doesn't know the words to anything and he feels no shame in making up words when he's singing at home. Yeah, <laughs> right. And that's something that I wish okay. he would maybe rein in a little bit. Okay. And there's the classic trick from I remember from being in choir, watermelon. Watermelon, watermelon. 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 And yeah. it just, you know, kind of looks like will do. Yeah. yeah. Mango, watermelon, <laughs> banana. Spice yes. things up a bit. Yeah. Fruit salad. <laughs> All right. So, so <laughs> we're going with it's okay to just Say what you feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah, how, is, how else are you going to learn? If, if the alternative is just being like not involved mm-hmm. and being yeah. kind of a wallflower and not talking, not saying anything, then definitely. Yes. 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 Okay. You All do right. you, Tom. Yes. Case, case dismissed. Right. 
It's dismissed. <laughs> okay. Mine is a little more, I don't know if it's controversial or what. Ooh. I was a waitress for a while before I got into radio. Really loved it. Would love to be able to do it again, but I just have no time. Um, is it ever okay to not tip your waitress? Or waiter. Ooh, ooh, spite tipping. Generally, <laughs> I would say absolutely not. They make $2.52 an hour, and they deserve something mm. for their efforts. But recently, I had an experience with a waitress. It was like, you literally are not paying attention to anything I'm saying. You don't want to serve me. You don't want to make mm. me happy. Like, I've asked you four times to please bring out this milkshake, and now our meal is gone, mm. and there's it's too late now yeah. and sure take it off our bill but you've just done a really really horrible job yeah. Yeah. and I always felt like as a person who waited tables like the harder you work the more money you would make mm-hmm. and I found yeah. that to be true like if you really super served people they would leave you a good tip it's a meritocracy what y- yes I don't know what that means merit based yeah yeah oh, okay yeah and see so on one hand it's like they don't make very much an hour, so they need that cash. On the other hand, it's like, but you did a horrible job, so why should I pay you? I almost, no, not almost. I always tip something. Yeah. But it's very much because, yes, if you're making $2 an hour, you know, how are you supposed to survive on that? I will also say, though, my husband and I have talked about this quite a bit. He was a server. I've never served, like, a waitress or anything. But um, if if that's your job, at some point in time, you had to apply and earn the mm-hmm. right to have that job. Mm-hmm. And part of that job is customer service. And if you're doing a horrible job at customer service and you're doing a horrible job at your job requirements, why should I reward you for poor behavior? Right. You know, I mean, that like you have the opportunity to do a good job and get a great tip. Yes. You also have the opportunity to do nothing and you're going to get paid bare minimum because you haven't gone above and beyond. We always talk about how since we live in like West Michigan, everybody's Dutch and like people don't like tipping. I don't know if that's actually a thing or not. I never found that to be a thing. Yeah. Like yeah. people understand that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless so, you go to a place like maybe a Russ's where they give you the option or not. Mm-hmm. Or like I worked at Ponderosa and it was a buffet. Mm-hmm. So that's and tricky. So yeah. people would like, they wouldn't know if they were supposed mm-hmm. to tip or not, but You're I don't only think bringing me pop. I'm only giving yeah. you two yeah. I don't think yeah. it's because like they're just stingy. It's just they didn't, they don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So here's, here's a question. I want to take yours a step further. Not, I mean, it, it kind of goes off in a different direction, but I've also had this conflict of, do you tip when you pick up food? Mm. So if oh, you can no. order, if, if you order a food, because they always yeah. have it on the receipt. A tip jar. Right. Yeah. And I always no. feel awkward. I, I go back and forth and every time it's a different story. I have to say that it is okay not to tip. I've had experiences and they're very, very few, but I, I mean, it is a last case scenario for right. me. So mm-hmm. I think it is acceptable. I just think it really needs to merit it. And we also followed it up with a conversation. Well, and especially um, I had an experience where we went to a local place Mm -hmm. and had a very bad experience with our waitress and actually was able to talk to the manager afterwards, who was actually uh, one of the owners and basically said, hey, you know, maybe there's something going on in her life. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you just want to check in on her and see if she's doing okay. Right. But this reflects poorly on you. This, you know, this reflects poorly on this restaurant and we want you to succeed. So this might be something you want to address. And I've heard, I don't know how true this is or how universal this is, but there are places where the tip gets shared, like with Mm -hmm. the bus staff, you know, so it's like, you don't want to penalize somebody who, you know, wasn't, you know, 
who didn't treat you poorly, yeah. but they'd suffer because of the person who did treat you poorly. And of course, I guess you could also argue that that's between them, mm-hmm. you know, and so maybe that pressure is good yeah. for that wow. person to have from the bus staff. Well thought out. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I tip uh, no matter what. I, well, I think you're the nicest guy in the room. No, yeah. I, th- I think there's a, sc- <laughs> a scenario that would come along where I wouldn't tip at all. What I do is I've got a sliding scale for the mm-hmm. tip. So usually it's 20%. If the service is poorer, it's 15%. Mm-hmm. And right. if it's bottom of the barrel, it's straight up 10%. What so if the waitress punches you in the mouth? Oh. So I would give her more. I probably deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> then I would ask for some ice. Impossible. Uh, yeah, yeah. She was late with that ice to, yeah. for my fat So, lady, yeah. Funny. No. Okay, so, so what's, to, what's the verdict? Yeah. Is it ever okay? Mm. Yes. Is it ever okay? I would to say not yes. To tip. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. But oh, oh, oh very rarely. Very, very rarely. rarely. Yes. Judgment like is for the plaintiff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, this is an argument that happens mm, a fair amount in my household when I am chewing gum and I'm not near a garbage can. I swallow it. My oh. husband thinks that that is the most disgusting thing in the world. He's a so, professional, is it Brittany? ever? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he knows he, about these things. Oh, Jeremy's and, got something. <laughs> okay, so the question is: Is it ever okay to just swallow your gum? I love this question. I have a, yes. first. I have a question. <laughs> yes. Does your husband also believe that if you swallow watermelon seeds, <laughs> that a watermelon grows in his tummy? <laughs> I think there was for a time, <laughs> um, right next to the gum tree. Okay. Not not after uh, PA school. I just right. need to say that <laughs> I. I say yes, there's perfectly acceptable times for you to do that when there's not a trash can because I don't want to step in it. I don't want my children mm. stepping in it. I don't want babies finding it on the ground oh. and sticking it in their mouth. I would rather swallow it knowing it'll pass later yeah. and we move on seven with our day. It's not, no, that is a lie. That can't be true. We have acid in our uh. stomach that can eat through like walls. I'm pretty sure it can eat through this piece of gum. Absolutely. So I am on board with you. I'm Thank with you, Brittany. I am too. I swallow my gum even when there are trash cans yeah. around. <laughs> Every time. It, it barely makes it about no four minutes can. in my mouth. You when can't the, have this. It just tastes so good. I, I want to swallow this. I can't help myself. I got to grow up. I got to grow up. Okay. But he's a good tipper, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I will say, I try to not swallow my gum. Well, oh. yeah. Um, and I don't have a problem spitting it out. Like, if I'm outside. Sure. Oh. I know. I know. No, that's fine. I'm not I, judging I, you I'm, quietly. But <laughs> after Jeremy's... You know, kind of opening my eyes to the fact that there are other humans that live in the world that we I need to be a little responsible for. Then maybe I won't spit it out I mean, outside anymore. If I'm driving down the road, I don't. I really love the feeling of rolling my window down and going. Oh, that yeah, that meant that that is See, freeing. You're right. But here's the it thing. Is. Yeah, it is. I tried to do that one time and it came oh, out no. and then it stuck yes. to the window. Okay. And then you've got yourself that, a that's problem. A, that's a wounding experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I yes. would, but what is the Honestly, what is the downside to just swallowing? It's been in your mouth. Yeah, it is in yeah. your mouth. You've been chewing on it, and now you just swallow. I, I don't understand what the downside is. It's gum is. closure for me. You yeah, know, it's like we're done it's the here. end of yeah. the story. Yeah. Oh, there you go, buddy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, would <laughs> I know that thing Why? is sitting in my stomach. No, it's no, not. It's not, it's not yes, doing it anything. Is. It's not. It's not a food. It's not giving you energy. It's not providing right. you with anything. Right. I get know. that. No nutrients are being broken down. Gum has calories. It's got sugar in it. There's a lot of a lot of gum has sugar in it, so that means it would have calories. Is it Carnuba yellow number five? It's, it, it's the same thing as if you were to eat like a huge like hunk of meat. That thing doesn't digest like that. It I takes know, some time. It but there's protein. Not. It's going places. Have you seen the TV series How It's Made? There's an episode about gum. 
Oh, yeah. And I watched it, and I don't want it in my stomach. So okay. Also, I do like the feeling of spitting it out. I'm going to return back to that. <laughs> I would much rather have someone swallow it than see it on the edge of their plate uh, when they're well, eating. Well, oh, for yeah. sure. It, and, and I'm not saying I never swallow, because if I'm in church, I'm not sticking it under the seat. Because I have been a janitor before. Oh. And if I am at a restaurant, if I'm a meal, I'm like, oh, shoot, I didn't spit this There's out before like I came in. napkins. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, right, right. Not going to do that. So, yes, I have swallowed it. I don't like to make it a general rule. Brittany, for you, I'm okay saying swallow it. I'm just saying for myself. I want to spit some gum out right now. <laughs> that sounds Does so good. Have any gum? The way you described that, spitting it out the window, right? that, that noise, yes, you know, the suction. That's great. Okay, All right. so the judgment is it's okay. Yes. Judgment, it's okay. It's right. okay to swallow your gum. Boom. It's a personal oh. preference thing. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What the what? All right, it's time for our favorite segment. Yeah. It is what the what time. So you guys all have your articles, and we're going to find out what the what is going on in the world. <laughs> I would like to go first. All right. And <laughs> okay. uh, well, this morning, Amanda and I were talking about how Super Bowl tickets are like $9,000. Yeah. So like if I gave you $18,000, you could get two tickets to the Super Bowl game or you could go buy a car. Yeah. Right. Well, here's something that kind of one-ups that. Uh, Japan, for the most part, they never really got into the whole sports card memorabilia type thing, mm-hmm. but they do have cards for like some of their anime like Pokemon, type things. Like Yu-Gi-Oh! Right? and Pokemon. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. For the love. <laughs> so, I two little boys who are into Pokemon yeah. and the words that they use, I, know. I don't know if they're swearing. <laughs> I don't know if they're appropriate. That That's a, a thing. Oh, says, they, and they have these powers, but they're cards. Yes. Like, I, mm. Well, here's the thing is that there was, is a man who won a card as a part of a championship. It is a one-of-a-kind card that he is now trying to sell off for the very special price of 45 million yen, <laughs> which wow. translates oh, okay. to $402,000. Okay, stop Still. it. Four hundred and two thousand dollars, and he thinks could go to the Super Bowl. Oh my word! This is the price of a very. This is the price of a very nice house. Is all I can think of. But it does come in a special case. Mm -hmm. It comes with a piece of art that is signed by the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh. but four hundred and two thousand dollars. I thought that was a good. What Has the what? he had any people like bid on it? Yeah, haven't seen an update. The um, it is, is like twenty five bucks. <laughs> yeah. right. It is in like a card shop, like a like a special you know collector oh. shop. Um, and people are like, "Why are you leaving it there? It's worth so much." But it's like it's only one of a kind. So if somebody tries to resell it, they're oh. gonna know, "Hey, you stole oh. that from this Busted. place." So he's no, not real concerned okay. about no, it. No, but here's the thing: if you have someone who's ready to pay, however much you said, four hundred four hundred two thousand, an obscene amount of money, you know that there's someone out there who would be willing to steal it just so they can have it in their shoebox underneath their bed. Yeah, that's mm. possible, true. Or yeah. if this is a bartering system, if people are trading cards, they could devalue the entire Yu-Gi-Oh! system by just buying that thing or stealing it and like tearing it up. Oh. Wow. Uh-huh. That got dark. Anarchy. I know. Wow, yeah. Steve. Wow. Sorry. Sounds like the makings of a Netflix original. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chronicles. <laughs> Yugi, oh no. <laughs> it would be set in um, Topeka, too. You yes, bet it would. Nice. Of course it would. Nice. Oh, love it. Nice. All right. <laughs> Good what the what, dear. Thank you. Way Thank to go. You. All right. You want me to go next? Yes. Sure. Yeah, please. Okay. A Rhode Island rapper whose songs include such hits as Sell Drugs, D R U G S Z, has been sentenced to three years in prison for, guess what? 
Selling so drugs. drugs. <laughs> um, he's 30 years old. His name is Michael Persaud. He's um, from Pennsylvania. Um, he was he got in trouble for selling drugs multiple times to multiple undercover officers. Oh, I don't man. know why it takes multiple yeah. times before they actually yeah. pull right. him in. Hmm. Um, yeah, so he's going to be going to jail for a while. His um, on-air name is what I wanted to say. His mm. like famous yeah. rap name is, star name yeah. is Montana Mills. With a Z. Oh, yeah. Montana so, um, Mills. So, yeah, I guess don't call names things that you could get busted for. Is this art imitating life or vice versa? Ooh. I don't know. Okay. I think there's a lot of issues here. <laughs> uh, um, it's, yeah. in, it's in Lebanon County, Pennsylvania, which is like Amish country. Oh. So, this is Who probably... Who's buying drugs oh. from him? Well, this poor guy, so this Montana. whole thing started, he went on Rumsprung, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and it just went downhill. Right? <laughs> yes, it did. Oh. Hold on. I don't think there's much of a market for the rap music of Montana. Montana Mills. Well, you're, I feel like you're going to stand out with that kind of name. in Amish country. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, is he singing about like where he's at and when he's going to be there and like basically <laughs> giving them all the rest? Hey, stop like, by the the 7-Eleven at like, That's where I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hope you're not a cop and yeah. I'll be there at this time. You guys, that's the worst rap. Yeah. 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 That really yeah. Is oh, yeah. I'm riding oh, my yeah. horse because really Kudos Amish. to you for the bravery yeah. to try, though. So that's my short and sweet what the what. What the what, Montana Mills? Montana oh, Mills. I wonder if he's related to Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana's brother. I tell you what, after the last episode, my kids and I, we talked about Alexis, Texas. And so yeah. we've come up with like Blaine, Maine, all these <laughs> other names for Hannah Blaine. Montana. That's oh. awesome. It. You know, in 15 years, we'll probably be playing his music. You know, we yeah. got Zach Williams, An Amazing Story. Yes. You know? Oh, true. Around. There's going to be a redemption Montana story. Mills. Montana Mills. God's going to gonna... get a hold of his life and... Yeah, I hope Here's so. Stranger things yeah, have happened. I was I hope hoping so. that happened. Yes. Yeah, uh, he's right. got to drop the Z off the end of Mills, though. You We're going to have yeah. to clean it up a little, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Tom, all right, mine is kind of along the line of yours, Jeremy. Uh, paper cup allegedly used by Elvis Presley six mm. decades ago in Oklahoma is up for auction. A North Carolina man, Wade Jones, he collects all things Elvis, and apparently it is a blue and white Dixie cup. That was snagged by a fan at the Tulsa Fairgrounds Pavilion. Uh, so far, it's up to $1,280 on eBay. Wow. Uh, Jones says the auction closes Sunday evening. So if you want to get a Dixie cup that Elvis drank out of for just know? a bit. Yeah, yes. do we know he drank out of this cup? I don't know that we know. Uh, it is. I bet a, you they could do DNA analysis. I, you bet they could. Mm-hmm. I just think there's got to be a fine line between memorabilia and just trash. I mean, yes. I, th- yes. I think this walks that line. Like one step down from here is like some grizzle that he ate oh, and put no. in a napkin, Gross. and now people are trying to oh, sell yeah. it. You know, crumpled up Dixie cup. You're getting you're that getting pretty close. That he refused to swallow. Right, <laughs> there it is. spit out the window. So out the window. I just. I I, mm. I I don't know if I'd call a Dixie cup a collector's item. What but I'm trying to I'm trying <laughs> to picture it. Is it one of those old school like conical shaped ones? Oh, you know, sweet. like that you would pull out of the the, the dispenser. Thing. Yes, yeah. it's from 1956. It's yeah. a blue and white Dixie cup, and I think Dixie cups usually have the, the Dixie cup shape. Yeah. So it's a flat bottom. It kind of okay. goes up at the top like a cup would. Does mm. it say why they haven't tried to sell it before now? Mm. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But because it is. I feel like oh, if we, you... We got a garage and found this really old yeah. Dixie cup. I Let's think say it's maybe Elvis. Well, Elvis. right. Yeah. Because if it really was, I feel like you'd try and sell it a lot sooner mm-hmm. so that you would have a better chance of verifying that there is... Elvis yeah. saliva or on this are cup. Are we coming up on some like significant Elvis anniversary? Oh yeah, or no, That's a good it's point the too. Dixie mm. Cup market is really hot right now. <laughs> okay, uh, so no, it's, of course it's yellowing too. So oh, it's, well, yeah. and we all know he's older. really not 
dead. He's oh, in Kalamazoo. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, right. King. That's right. You know, they've got those solo cups now where you can actually write your name on it so that you're at a party, you set it down, <laughs> and you can come back to it. <laughs> right. Like, I think I'll just write a famous name on a solo yeah. cup that I have in my kitchen right now and sell That's it. Man. Good call. Oh. <laughs> so how much is it up to? $1,200? $1, $1,280 on eBay. We could take a collection. Just no, see. No. no. Verdict okay. is no. 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 Verdict is no. <laughs> no. I want a Super Bowl that. ticket instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Good job, Tom. Parish Rubbish Collectors. No, Paris Rubbish Collectors. It's hard to say 10 Ooh. times fast. Uh, they've released a video to, to sound the alarm over a plague of rats no. that no. have invaded the banks no, of the Seine River. <laughs> oh, We're just leaving. wait. Just wait. They're saying this: these rats are a physical threat to us garbage collectors, which in Paris they call them dustmen, which sounds so oh, wow. like... That's nice. I like that. Yeah. I, I want to be a dustman yeah. in Paris, but not now. This video, it shows a huge, like we're talking hundreds uh, of them just piled nice. in this dumpster, no. desperately trying to escape. Sure. Um, the quote horror scene, uh, scene was, according to the municipal collector, uh, far from a one-off. He says, this is, you know, we're seeing more and more of this. It's uh, no longer tenable for, you know, Parisians or tourists who come to visit our beautiful city. They're becoming increasingly emboldened. Ew. They're highly aggressive. Wow. Wow. Uh, they Eating said avocados and <laughs> slices of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, one colleague said, "This is a quote." One colleague told me that a rat jumped at his throat. <gasps> what? Yeah, what? and another one went for his arm. But we have no cases of actual, like you know, rat bites. Were any of them <gasps> traveling with four turtles? <laughs> no, but they get really angry if you don't speak the language. I think uh, that's so, it. Yeah. Parisians oh. in general. These late. rats are like, yes, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, it came to public attention in late 2016. Uh, several Parisians said they could no longer frequent city parks because of the number of no. rodents. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm. And check this out. Half <laughs> of the Parisian rats are immune to poison. Yes. Yeah, they are. This is. <laughs> <laughs> there was a study that found that, and also that rodents carry more parasites than previously thought. So you oh. wouldn't want to pour Wonderful some sugar news. on them then. No, Ew. no. Is that poison? That's Def Leppard. No! That's okay. Oh, <laughs> for knowing nice, that, Jeremy. Yes. Nice yeah. try. Well done. Yeah. Well Good. done. Good. Anyway. Um, so they, they've, and, and there are new rules that the health department has said you can't sprinkle these kind of anticoagulant pellets, which are poisonous, yeah. because they'll also, you know, contaminate pets and you know, the water, water supply, supply yeah. and things what like that. What are they doing? Yeah. Uh, they've got pla- uh, poison placed in these small plastic boxes, mm-hmm. um, and they're saying it's not super effective, but it's what we're doing. Are they getting a bunch of cats? I think that that would be a great or idea. Like, well, then you have, or then, these dumpsters, yeah, if they're or place them into the hat of a chef. Yes. There you go. And he can yes. control the chef. And then we'll have <laughs> better, ratatouille better food. Yes. Ratatouille too, coming to a Paris near you. That's disgusting, yeah, that's Steve. You want to talk about it? Um, I really hate rodents. That's not a secret. No. So this really, like, I would die. I would literally die. Yeah. We um, went to a game at Wrigley Field last oh. summer, a Cubs game. Great. Great stadium to watch mm-hmm. ball game. Oh, go there! Great relaxing yes. afternoon. Um, went to f- you know find the car, and there's signs all over the place that are like, "Make sure the dumpsters are closed because we have a rat problem." Whoa. And just I'm like, I cannot get to the car fast enough. Like this is grossing me out. Just even in the middle of the day. Yeah. yeah. Like they're just very bold. Yep. Like you said, they're very like 
And that's why I hate rodents so much. It's like, this house is my house. I'm going to eat through that cracker box, and I'm going to eat those oh, yeah. crackers that you paid for. And it's like, get out of my house. <laughs> they're oh, also very gross. unpredictable. Yes. Like, you don't know where they're going. Right. They just yes. meander right. around. They could go that way, they're that way, yes. or up your leg. Doesn't oh. matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard on This American Life, and I'll be done after this story, uh, that there are clubs in New York City, like groups of like terrier owners, like a certain dog oh, yeah. that was bred to hunt rats. Right, terrier. Oh. Is a rat okay? Yeah. That and sense, right? Yes, it yes. And so these groups of owners and dogs, they'll go out at night to like these dark alleys and places That's where, yeah. And they're and they're going after the rat population I in NYC. That. Yes. yes, That's really That's weird. It is a little, but I applaud that. I, I don't know how I'd feel about bringing my dog home after that. You know, That'd up be to a my fun penthouse subculture to get into. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the, yeah. I'm in a rat terrier club. It's almost like we hunt rats. We, like, uh, we hunt rats. It's like fox hunting. <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> anyway, okay, I don't want to talk about rap right, anymore. Brit, so go. I'm going to do my what the what. Um, so yay for the Super Bowl coming up. We know that the Eagles and the Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. And um, this past weekend, the Eagles played the Vikings. Vikings yeah. Yes, and to prep the city for a potential Eagles victory, the workers around Philadelphia shellacked all of the power poles in Crisco. <laughs> yes, to keep the <laughs> People from like you know going crazy and climbing up these power poles and you know knocking them down and is all this, the street signs and stuff. Is this something like the fans generally do? Is climb up power poles? Of course, poles? you know. Come on, like we have, your team wins and you like set couches on fire. That's what they do at MSU. But mm. um, that's why I'm a Michigan fan. No, right. I'm just um, <laughs> so yeah, apparently, I mean, like they like not like a Crisco-like substance. No, like actual buckets of Crisco, which is great in theory. But, one, people actually outmaneuvered the Crisco, so they did actually end up climbing the poles. I don't know if they had, if they huh. brought any of them down. But second of all, okay, think about the day after that game, yeah. or two days after. You oh, know how yeah. hard it is to get that stuff off? That's just staying on there. You're going to get all sorts of weird junk stuck to those power Dirt, poles. Dirt, gum, rats. Yes, dust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. The, Ew. The only way you can get that oily stuff off, like your pots and pans, yeah. is very, very hot water. Mm-hmm. And when it rains, it's not hot water. No. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be there for a long time. Yeah. So. But yeah. if you're in Crisco's marketing department, you've like, got a whole yes. new angle now. Yes. I, I, you know, <laughs> I didn't know flagpole sitting was a thing. That was like in the like 1920s. Yeah. Or maybe if you're Harvey Danger, but other than that. <laughs> Just, is it just in Philadelphia where it's Yeah, this is where they... I. That's what I heard about it anyway. Okay. Like, I don't... Yeah, but... They go nuts over there, though. I know. They get angry and I throw know. things. It's not the city of um, brotherly, brotherly love. love. They removed no. the Rocky statue, I think, because... There were so many layers of Crisco on yeah, it. That's yes. right. From all the climbing that well, people just do. Just deep fry that baby. Yeah. Yeah. What about like the Liberty Bell? Were we worried about that? Mm. Were we worried about Independence Hall? Any of those great you know, landmarks? I in bet the you city? the Liberty Bell would not have cracked if it had more yes. Crisco it on it. It needed moisture. <laughs> yes. Everything it got too Crisco. cold during the winter and it just cracked right yep. open. Just oh a Crisco bath is what it needed. Would you rather? Time for your Would You Rather of the Week. I love that intro, by the way. That was great. Uh, We'll answer it first thing next episode. So here we go. Uh, Would you rather, would you rather show up everywhere at least 15 minutes late or at least 25 minutes early? Mm. Mm. Think about that, and we will discuss, discuss next time. (laughs) You can share your thoughts and join the show by emailing us at bullpen at wcsg.org. That's bullpen at wcsg.org. We are always excited to hear that 
email mm-hmm. ding come through. Yeah, it absolutely. doesn't yep. actually happen. But <laughs> when Jeremy says, hey, we got an email, that's cool. <laughs> Learn more about the show at wcsg.org, keyword bullpen. Also, you can find WCSG's Welcome to the Bullpen on iTunes, Google Play, and tune in. And please subscribe, review, share this podcast with your friends and family. It helps us reach more listeners. And again, always uh, big thanks to Dodd Morris behind the board. <laughs> this show wouldn't be possible. And we'll see you again in two weeks. Uh, Steve, before we go, you brought uh, us something this week. Well, we want to try something new. We're going we're going to call it deep cuts mm. um, to wrap up each episode. Hopefully, we'll bring a little section of a of a song that maybe is one of our WCSG artists, but like not something mm-hmm. that we air, like a deep cut, mm-hmm. or maybe even just like an artist that we don't play, but we like the song and we can support what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So we just want to kind of go out with a little uh, piece of the song, and we'll also uh, probably leave a link like to a YouTube video or something like that yep. in the show notes. But uh, so this week it's uh, Seth and Nerva uh, featuring Gabriel uh, Brother. Uh, now Nerva. Uh, sang with Toby Mac on tour. A lot of times, if you went to a Toby Mac mm-hmm. show, you probably heard she was Nerva. She with the voice. Exactly. Awesome. Anytime there was a wailing woman, it was her. Right, right. <laughs> when it wasn't Mandisa. Oh, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yes. And Seth is her husband. Yes, yes. And this song, Brother, I don't know, just really like the first time I heard it, I, I know that there's so much divisiveness in our mm-hmm. culture, you know, and like even, even not necessarily in the church, you know, we got our tribe and we look at people outside as sometimes like the enemy. Mm. And so what they're saying is, you know, that that person is not the enemy. We are all made in God's image. And so in that sense, we are brothers and sisters. We can at least embrace that. And especially inside the church, we are going to be brothers and sisters forever. And so let's not look at each other as enemies. So anyway, it just really struck me. So we're going to go out with that. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. And I'm Brittany. Welcome Welcome to to the bullpen. When I look into the face my enemy, I see my brother, I see my brother. When I look into the face of my enemy, I see my brother, I see my brother. When I look into the face Sweet love.